In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. I'm back in London and I'm online with my co-host Jack. Jack, how are you, mate? I'm good. The off-season starts here. I'm ready for it. Um, I've told Paul he's got to be on best behaviour. The days of sort of 30 to 40 to 50 minutes podcasts are gone. We're going to be a 15 to 20 minute show, seven days a week, the whole off-season. But they're going to be nice and short for you guys, so you can just listen to them, move on with your day, slot them in when you get a 15, 20 minute gap. But we're going to be bringing you great content every single day. So I've got 20 minutes in, yeah? You've got five minutes to talk. We'll have 15 minutes of discussion then. I can't let you just chat for 20 minutes. Okay, great. Well, let me start. Um, Mate, Baltimore, awesome place. I know we're a Browns uh, fan club, but it's a bit like Europe. They've got a nice harbour, nice bars outside, sitting in the sun. It was lovely. Is this TripAdvisor? Come on. Okay, next. Okay. Um, But anyway, yeah. So I landed, got some sleep on the couch. And then, yeah, basically was in uh, Baltimore, got in town for about like 11 o'clock, went to the stadium and then went to, it's bigger than the Brown Stadium slightly. And then um, uh, went to the pre-backers, bit like Hippodrome type thing. Go on, Jack. Can I clear something up? Because you rung me while you were out there. Um, with a bloke on the phone that just says, why do you hate John Dorsey? And I don't know where this myth you've started that I hate John Dorsey. I've criticised some of his moves the same way I've, as I criticised some of Sashi's, I've criticised some of everyone else. I might dislike some of his moves and some of his big ones he's made, but I don't think I hate the guy. So that's just a myth busted, mate, and uh, no more spreading it. No, well... The reason why I put you straight onto FaceTime was because I didn't want to be the middleman. I wanted them to go straight to the source so you could get your point across. You're stirring rumours, mate. <laughs> I was so drunk, mate. Um, um, but anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a great, um, it was a great uh, pre-buy. It was 25 bucks, unlimited booze. And, mate, literally, I just got the waitress in there was called Sam. I just got racking up 10 shots every minute. And... Uh, given a few tips. It was brilliant. Um, but yeah, I was really drunk. And then I went to the game. I missed the first, I missed the first turnover. And then um, I stayed there to half time. And then I just got in a cab and went home, went to the airport as quick as I could. No, good stuff, buddy. Good to see you back in London. Um, it's exciting times. Yeah, great. I just want to say it's awesome how, how great the Browns fans are. And um, yeah, just um, absolutely. I want to do more travelling next year. Meet more Browns fans because it's absolutely awesome. Yeah, and just happy new year to all you listeners because, hey, uh, you, you'll have now turned to the new year over there. This is, uh, we're recording just before New Year's, but we'll be dropping just after. So uh, just happy new year, guys. Um, what a year 2018 has been. 2019 is going to be twice as good. Can we drop it at midnight tonight? How about that? No, it's, it's going out at midday. We, yeah. we, we've got a schedule, mate. We, we can't be messing with the schedule. All right, great. Go on in, mate. What's the first topic we're going to discuss? 
So first topic is the teams we're playing are out. So just to run through our home games next season, three division games, Buffalo, Miami Dolphins, Los Angeles Rams, Seattle Seahawks, Tennessee Titans. Away games, we've got Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, and then we've got Patriots, Jets, Cardinals, Broncos, 49ers. All right. So, yeah, the ones I want to go to the away games are Pats, New York, if, if Zane's still playing, Cardinals, and then uh, Bengals away. They're my four big ones I want to do next year. Nice. I'm hoping to get out there for the New England game. It just depends when it drops. All right, excellent. And then whatever, it will be a home game either side of that. If it's in the middle of an away trip, I won't be very impressed, but I don't think they do three away games on the trot. Who knows? So we're going to do a road trip between the Pats and the, um, the Browns, yeah? Yeah, based on which way it goes, I want to get a few other sports in. Um, hopefully it just clocks together. No, my luck, it will be like away... Um, Patriots and then a bye week or something like that just to ruin it all but uh, hey we'll see what happens so the, the, the teams that we were waiting for were the Titans and Denver if I'm correct I believe so yeah so, right, excellent next, next mate we've got like nine minutes go Dorsey had his press conference um, well when you listen to it it'll be yesterday but today and we're going to break it into two. We're going to talk about the non-head coaching stuff and then we'll wrap up the head coaching afterwards. So what are your key highlights, things you brought out? Or are you going straight to me, mate? Yeah, I thought the um, Greg Robinson and the Perryman comment was great. Yeah, he wants to re-sign them, but uh, obviously it'll depend when he sat down with them what the money they're wanting because if it's going to be big money, he might go, actually, it's not going to be worth it. We're going to move on. So... Yeah, we'll see when he gets sat in a room with their agents and decides what's in our best interest. Yeah, we've got lots of cap space. I know it's going to annoy you, me saying it, but surely two players like that, they they fit into our mould. We should be getting these players locked into the Browns. Well, it depends. If if um, Robinson comes back and goes, I want 10 million plus a year, then we might be having to sit there and go, well, no. So... Who knows? And if Perryman comes back and goes, well, I want five million a year, then quite frankly, I'm, I'm happy enough to walk away um, because they might get that in free agency, but we shouldn't be paying over the odds to keep these lads who no one wanted um, sort of six months ago. So I'm not going to give them silly deals, but yeah, give them fair deals. And uh, we've spoke about that before. Um, the other thing that I thought was interesting, he said the next two weeks, he's going to sit there with all his... Um, pro scouts, the coaches in the building, and they're going to do two-week evaluation on the entire roster, where they see their ad additions need to be made, where players can move on, and things like that. So I thought that was interesting to note. Okay. Can I just say, uh, when he said that, I had this crazy idea. I thought me and you could do the same process. Well, I've got a rolling list already, but the trouble is if we're just going to do them shows for two weeks and we're ignoring everything else, I think stick with the schedule we've uh, chatted about. And, well, uh, if we imagined we were Dorsey, what was Dorsey thinking versus us? Well, the thing is, after that two weeks, we're not going to get the... He's not going to just publish a list and go, here's the guys I'm getting rid of, here's who I'm drafting, here's who I'm going for in free agency. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be a... We'll find out about basically the results of what that deal is in nine weeks' time. 
Um, the only thing we'll find out before that is Greg Robinson, Perryman, and then few free agents. Um, other than that, we won't hear about anything until the time. It's Higgins, so we're signing. So Higgins, Higgins is a, a restricted free agent, so we can tender him or we can sign him. Okay. And um, BBC, is he the other one, I think? Yeah, he's a restricted free agent as well. You've got Orson Charles, but you won't pay the uh, restricted cost on him. You, you might offer him a, a zero guarantee um, minimum deal, um, which I think is 790000 off the top of my head, um, just to get him to come back to camp, and then you'll decide if you want to cut him and move on. All right, awesome. Um, what was the other thing? Not to do with head coaching, but it does the right transition into it. We heard um, Dorsey in this week is going to be sitting down with all of his, uh, all the coaching staff, especially the assistants, um, and they'll be asking, can we go and interview for other jobs? Um, the ones that aren't going to be going for the head coaching jobs, so like a kitchens can go out and interview with anyone tomorrow. Um, but if you're looking at a uh, kitchens going and interviewing for offensive coordinator jobs, that's a decision Dorsey's going to make this week um, with those inside the franchise and tell him what he can and can't do. But um, no, I think now's the time we move on. We'll do the process before we get into the names of sort of what we heard today. So I was just writing down why he was going through. So Jimmy and Dee have instructed Dorsey and others Others are people inside the building. We've got no idea who they are. He wasn't willing to tell us. Um, they're all in-house. It's not an outside search. And they will be the people overseeing um, the list. And they will come together with the list. And then it will be for Jimmy and Dee to sign off, probably, hopefully, who's top of that list. Um, no numbers on how many. Um, after all the interviews are done, they'll announce who's been interviewed. Um, the new head coach will decide all the coaching staff, which is just normal. Um, ever since Dorsey has been a GM um, through the off-season as well, um, he's updated his list monthly of all the candidates he likes and wants to keep an eye on. Um, Baker will get no say, which is the right way to do it. He shouldn't be allowing your um, quarterback to choose the head coach. Um, and... Um, yeah, the rest, we'll just dive into rumours and everything else and we'll go from there. Anything you just want to add before we go into the names? No, I thought it, there's one thing I want to say is that with the, um, with the number one pick for the draft, he did, he did give quite a lot of smoke screens of like liking Darnold and so he's not stupid. He, he's definitely a poker player and I think he will carry this approach on. Well, it's one of them. No names were given in that entire um, thing. He said he's not going to get involved in naming names, which you expect no team does that. It's not a uh, something special about here. But at the end of the day, as we see, everything's been leaked. I've, I'm up to nine people on my list that have been linked with it through sources. So it's all out there, um, as it is with every team. Um, and the Browns will be no different. All right, cool. Who are the names, mate? So New Year's Day, getting an interview is Greg Williams. Um, that was the first one confirmed. And the only other person he spoke about by name is Kitchens. There is no date for that interview set yet. Um, but Kitchens will be getting a uh, head coaching interview. Um, mm. Then we jump into all the other ones. Um, 
Pat's defensive coordinator, Brian Flores. Um, he's not technically a defensive coordinator, but it's the job he's been doing as well as calling plays this year. Colts defensive coordinator, which is Matt um, Eberfloss. Eberf, I think it's Eberfloss it's pronounced. Um, not the easiest name in the world. You've also got Colts offensive coordinator, Nick Siriani, who's um, been linked, uh, been, all these names have been sources, as they are all listed by people like Rappaport and others, um, have all been invited to interview. You've got Saints assistant head coach and tight ends coach, Dan Campbell. You've got Steelers O-line coach, Mike Munchak. The names, guys, I'm horrendous. you just got to accept it. Vikings interim offensive coordinator, Kevin Stefanski. Um, Ex-Packers head coach Mick Mike McCarthy. They are all the ones that I've seen being confirmed so far. Um, Arians, there's been no confirmation for, but you probably won't hear that because it's not sources from another team where it will get leaked out. But I'd be shocked if Arians doesn't get an interview. But Arians has come out and said he's interested in speaking to the Bucks now. So whereas it was all, I'll only go to Cleveland, that seems to have changed. So... Maybe you've got a cold shoulder. Um, who knows? Oh, and the other one, even though it's rumoured and not, and no one's confirmed it yet, Adam Gase from the Dolphins has been strongly rumoured as a name that will get an interview. Um, Landry tweeted laughing emojis when uh, he was fired, um, but links with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning will be in the ear of Jimmy Haslam, so I expect Adam Gase to get an interview. Mm. Yeah, I think um, big list there, mate. I think it's, it's the clever thing to do is to uh, definitely see what's out there. Uh, as a GM, you can also collect lots and lots of information. This is obviously in, in my professional job when we interview people. We're also gathering market information all the time. Um, hearing and learning techniques that they're doing in their current jobs at the moment. See if you can bring any of them processes in place into the Browns. So, yeah, if you've got a vacancy, why not? Let's just try and get as many people through the door, learn, 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 and try and look for a good match. Yeah, Josh McDaniels has not been invited to interview, which you would expect this week if it was going to happen because the Patriots are on bye. So I think that one, if we get another couple of days and it's not confirmed, that is dead, which many people have said it won't happen. Um, so... That one is looking like it's not going to go anywhere in Cleveland. Isn't it something crazy like 25% of the NFL teams are currently looking for a new head coach? Yep, eight have already fired. Um, more or less, I think that's probably going to be it by uh, this point. They've usually all done it by now. So, um, no, fingers crossed. Huey gets his job um, in Cincinnati. We're all cheering for that because... Hey, I'd love to see a team miserably suffer in the division because it just helps us. Do you think that's going to happen or not? I don't know. Um, it's weird ownership style and decisions always has been in the Bengals. So, hey, we'll see what happens. Yeah, after watching um, Lamar Jackson last night, obviously it's, for me that's like a divisional concern, the Steelers. I'm less worried about at the moment. And... Yeah. It's short versus long-term. Steelers are more my worry now, but yeah, long-term is the Ravens, but at the end of the day, a couple of concussions and he becomes like RG3 and he's basically 
more or less out of the league or just a backup. Yeah, we've just got to work our way to stop him. I don't know if that's a wicked linebacker or defensive tackle. Uh, yeah, you're always trying to get more athletic at the linebacker position, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm not that worried about um, them. Um, as if they lose a, um, a piece of their defense or a little bit more, it will start falling apart. And yeah, the odd, the one thing I want to do with the run is have that sort of fat, big run stuffing D tackle that barely plays and half the games he'll be inactive because you just don't need him. Um, but he's just there as sort of a, a fourth defensive tackle that comes in odd times and uh, does a little job. Sits on Lamar Jackson. No, not, not sits on Lamar Jackson, but just creates some uh, run stuffs down the middle and then your linebackers and people deal with him. Um, but it's one of them where you get more and more tape on Lamar Jackson. He'll struggle more because you'll see more um, stuff. And you might see a slight regression in Baker next year where teams have got more tape on him and they see what he's doing. So I, I, I don't think it's a big concern. The trouble is most teams are built to defend the pass, which is what wins you games. You're going to get anomalies, but Lamar Jackson's career is probably not going to be long if he continues to play this way. One thing I realise is that I don't give Baker Mayfield enough credit and we almost, I almost take him for granted, like he's our quarterback, he's, he's doing a great job. But he has absolutely smashed records this year and he's been absolutely amazing. Yeah, there's also the change that you're scoring more and more touchdowns, uh, the, there's more passing games. So I'd expect all them records to get broken and probably within the next three years, Baker's record will go. Um, as the league changes more. So it's one of them that it happens. But no, Baker's been phenomenal. And uh, he's, he's got that advantage of being slightly older than all those rookies generally around him. Yeah. Um, 27 touchdowns, mate. So it's a really impressive. Yeah. Nearly 4,000 yards. And he hasn't started them. Yeah. All right, buddy. Uh, I've got another time, the new 15 minutes. Uh, anything else you want to say? No, I think that's it. Um, we'll be coming back tomorrow and doing a uh, PFF divisional roundup on offense and then on defense the next day. Just waiting for their grades to come out for the season. And then uh, I'll put them all out. We'll have a nice little table to go with it each day. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where they rank us with uh, the other teams and other players in our division by position. Because um, whereas... We watch Browns games. These guys are sitting there watching every snap of every player and every game and grading them, and they give you a much better feel than anyone else possibly could. All right, mate. Well, look, there we go, mate. A sharp, short podcast. Jack, lots of info. Thanks a lot. I'm looking forward to uh, this off-season. There's be a lot of stuff going on. It's exciting times. Have a good one, buddy, and I'll see you soon. All right, buddy. You take care, mate. There's change.